the following, a podcast dedicated to two words Jesus used to change the world, follow me. He used it then, and he uses it now. What does it mean? Does it define the boundaries of our relationship with him? Come and join us as we explore follow me in the following. Welcome to episode seven. As we talked last week about um, the, the Gospels needing a prologue, and, and if we read Mark's account of the Gospel, it just begins with uh, John the Baptist showing up and Jesus showing up, and they go and preach the, uh, the Gospel, and Jesus does his ministry. It, it would not have given enough information for non-starters uh, uh, to get on board. And, and so the Matthew wrote his um Gospel, and when he did, he introduced us to Mary and Joseph and their participation in in the the incarnation, uh, and 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 gave the the Jews some perspective of where Jesus comes from in in the story. Uh, and Luke comes along, and he says it's that um, he looks at over the situation and realizes that there's a there's a a weakness or something missing. Uh, and he said in Luke chapter 1, Insomuch as many have undertaken to compile a narrative of the things that have been accomplished among us, just as those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the, the word have delivered them unto us, it seemed good to me also, having followed all things closely for some time pa- past, to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, that you may have certainty concerning the things which you have been taught. And one of the things that uh, Luke does is he introduces us to John the Baptist and where he came from. Um, and he tells the story of, uh, really, John's parents, uh, Zechariah and Elizabeth. And he tells the story that in the days of um, King Herod of Judah, uh, there was a priest named Zechariah of the, the division of Abijah, and he had a wife from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. But they had no children, because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. Now, actually, Luke's getting a little bit uh, controversial here, because it was a common belief in, in Jesus' time that if you didn't have children, it was a sign of God's displeasure. Yet he clearly says that uh, Zechariah and, and um, Elizabeth both were righteous and walking blamelessly in the commandments and the statutes of the Lord. That's a, a huge uh, b- b- boast in the in the, uh, the CV that they had no children because Elizabeth was barren. So Zechariah gets called uh, as is the custom of his priesthood. It was their turn to, to tend the temple, and uh, it was his. Uh, the uh, divisions t- turned to um, to light the incense by the altar, and they they drew lots, and and Zechariah was was given the responsibility of burning the incense uh, by the uh, by the altar, and while he was in there, an angel of the Lord appeared to him, uh, and it's interesting in the gospel you ought to go and count how many times the angel of the Lord says to someone, "Fear not." Uh, like that's going to happen. Like someone's going to have an angel appear before them suddenly, and they're not going to be f- fearful. They're not going to drop as uh, as Zachariah did, fall uh, upon the angel. 
but he says, fear not, your your prayers have been answered. God heard your prayer, and your your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son. You shall call his name John, and you'll have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great before the Lord. Um, and he must not drink wine or strong drink, and he'll be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord, their God, and he will go before him in the spirit of the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just and make ready the, for the Lord a people prepared. Um, of course, Zechariah didn't know how to take this. And he said to the angel, how shall this be? For I'm an old man and my wife is advanced in years. Uh, and the angel, this angel was a bit twitchy. He, he said, uh, listen, I've told you what God's going to do, and uh, you didn't believe me on the first go, so I'm going to take away your ability to speak uh, and um, to bring the good news to your family. And behold, you'll be silent uh, and unable to speak until the day that these things have taken place. And uh, so Zechariah comes out of the, the, his temporal responsibilities. He's, he's deaf and dumb and the people must have had a, a enormously a more sensitive um, um, spiritual uh, ability to to figure things out because they they immediately saw that the, he had seen seen an angel or a vision while he was in there. Uh, anyway, it says after the, these days, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and for five months she was kept herself hidden, saying, "Thus the Lord has done for me in these days, when He looked at, uh, on me." to take away my reproach among the people. Now, at this time in the, the, the Gospel of Luke, it, it switches and begins to tell the story of uh, Mary and, and her uh, conception and the discussions with Joseph and, and, and uh, um, with, the, with the angel that appeared to, to Mary. Uh, but it, we'll come back to that a little bit later. But it, it go, in, down in verse 39 of chapter 1, it says, uh, In those days Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judea, in Judah, sorry. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. Why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when you when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. And and blessed is she who believed there would be fulfillment of what was spoken by the Lord. So you have this wonderful uh, um happy moment when um, Elizabeth who's five or so months pregnant comes to Mary who's a um, also with child, and uh, they had this remarkable moment. And uh, I only wanted to, to linger here just for a minute because it it talks about the nature of, of, of following. One of the things that you have to do in, in uh, following God is, uh, in some respects, abandon your future to Him. Uh, defer uh, the control of your future in all respects to the Lord. Um Zechariah and Elizabeth had, had had planned a future, planned children, and it didn't happen. But they stayed faithful, they stayed obedient, they, they, they took care of all their vows and, 
and took care of all the things that were required of Jewish people in those days, and they were faultless, according to the angel. Uh, and, and so they were just going through life and have, they having prayed, but never really expecting at, at their advanced years. Uh, I read, read some people believe that uh, Zechariah was about 90-something um, and, and um, Elizabeth was 80-something. Uh, so to become pregnant at that age was uh, just quite remarkable, really, uh, just uh, the whole idea of it. Um, but these two people who were willing to cooperate with this miraculous thing, uh, and, and I wanted to, to look at it just because uh, you really have with Mary and Joseph and Zachariah and Elizabeth, uh, four people who uh, said yes to God, who were uh, stayed in neutral in life uh, enough to, to be able to hear the voice of God. Uh, and then when God came along, he brought the whole plan of redemption to being through these people. So, now, when you pick up Mark and, and, or the other Gospels and John the Baptist shows up, you understand that uh, where, where John the Baptist came from and, and the, the anointing that was on him. Uh, it, it was interesting. I, I, I um, went back and tried to do some research on, on Zechariah and Elizabeth because one of the things I was thinking was that you know, these people just are, are flashbulbs. They come in, into the, the Gospel and they show up and they do their bit and, they, and we never hear from them again. Um, uh, but I realize that the, the reason for that is that those of us who are, are in, in Protestant churches, um, well, really, the history was kind of cut off in uh, in when when the Reformation happened, and uh, we the Reformation led us away from many of the things that the church was involved in, but also the the the, the history that that the church had and the way they. Um, regarded people like Zechariah and Elizabeth. Uh, the the, the um, tradition is that um, um, Zechariah was killed in the, uh, the time when the, the, the under two-year-olds were, were being killed and he, he was stabbed to death. And um, Elizabeth took the baby John the Baptist and went up to the hills and tradition says that the hills opened up and uh, swallowed them and uh, and kept them safe. Uh, tradition also said that Elizabeth died within 50 days of when uh, Zachariah died, which would have left a young boy pretty much on his own, which gives a little bit of dimension to that strange verse that just erupts in one of the Gospels that says John the Baptist wore um, rough clothes and, and ate locusts and wild honey and you get the impression of this kind of mountain man, and maybe that's exactly what he was. And he came out of the mountains and he began to declare a message of repent and be baptized for the forgiveness of your sins. And Jesus came along beside him and, and preached the same thing. And we'll look at that again in the future. But um, I just want us to think about how important it is in our lives to um, stay neutral and stay available for, for God to do something and not to give up and believe that... Uh, um, the life is over, but just wait and, and see what happens. And uh, I, I trust that there's uh, been some encouragement to you today and, and bless you. And we'll come back with another um, podcast in, in a few days. Um, thanks a lot. God bless you. And goodbye from the following. Well, I think he's through. I really enjoyed hearing that boy speak, talking about following Jesus. 
I think Jesus first started asking people to follow him just before I was born. Anyway, it means everything to the way you live. So, I'm going to come back next time and listen to follow me. Make sure you send, send to your friends and on that Facebook thingy and go to the Google page and anywhere you go on the, on the internet, just tell them that. Just do a search on that the Google page there for Timothy Lester's following podcast. You'll find it. Uh, Timothy Lester, he's a good old boy. He uh, went to New Zealand to pastor churches and, and got sick and, and can't do that anymore, but he was picking up pawpaws on the halves and Tim and his wife Kitty just doing the best they can with what they got. Doing pretty good. I've been there and seen them. They love all you guys. Goodbye. God bless you. Remember, follow.